0: Who are the top-tier arms that the Cardinals will likely have some interest in this offseason, but will probably have to buck up to get them? Let's talk about it today on Locked on Cardinals. You are Locked on Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there Cardinals fans, I'm J.D. Haffern and I'm a national radio sports anchor, born and raised in the Lou and a lifetime Cardinals fan. And I'm your host for On Cardinals, part of the On Podcast Network, your team every day. Follow me on Twitter at J.D. Sports Radio and the podcast at lo underscore Cardinals. We want to thank those of you who make On Cardinals your first listen every day, free and available wherever you get your podcasts, as well as on YouTube. If you are going to YouTube, like, subscribe, comment, be a part of the show and hit that notification button so you know. When new episodes are posted, this show is uh, serving Cardinal Nation, giving the best fans of baseball all of the info about the birds on the bat. Today's episode brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can bet $5 to get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. So as the Cardinals continue to watch their younger arms, guys like Dakota Hudson, uh, Drew Rom, Zach Thompson, who uh, pitched pretty well uh, again on Sunday, As we watch them get more and more starts as we uh, try to finish up this uh, season, we know that the Cardinals are going to have to find arms elsewhere. They can't just rely on those three and call it a day. They're going to have to find some arms uh, in other places via free agency, or they're going to have to make trades. And today I wanted to take a look at a few of the upper echelon pitchers that are going to be some of the best arms available um, this offseason. They're going to be the most expensive arms available this offseason as well. But, uh, and that's something that the Cardinals normally shy away from. They, they don't really get in on this. But after a year like you've had here in 2023, I feel like the Cardinals are going to have to switch up the way they think, the way their philosophy has been. They're going to have to find a different way to go about things if they want to get back into playoff contention come 2024. They, I don't foresee them staying the course and going with what they've been doing into next season as a way to entice fans to come back to the ballpark because if you have noticed they are not out there they're they're just not showing up and it's hurting not only the cardinals but it's hurting businesses around ballpark village and th- that can't happen <laughs> as soon as you start messing with people's money that's when changes really start to take place so um i've, I've seen and heard interviews with john mosey and it at least appears to me that, you know, they've willingly conceded to the fact that what they've been doing is not going to work anymore. And so now they got to change things up. And I think they will, I really do. Uh, how much they will spend, who are they willing to trade to get the starting pitching and the bullpen help that they need? These are all mysteries that we don't know yet. Okay. So it's going to take some time before we can figure all of that out, but it gives us a chance to, um, at least take a look at some of the guys that, could turn things around quicker. We're talking about aces here. I'm not talking about really good pitchers. I'm talking about guys that would come in and be a number one and a number two in the Cardinals rotation ahead of Miles Michaelis, who I guess you would say is your, your top starter that is returning right now. I mean, when you think about it, that's kind of where you're at. Michaelis, Mats, and then one of those other three guys we mentioned at the top of the show here. So um, the folks over at uh, Redbird Rants. Dot com. They do really good work over there. And it, they've always got some very interesting stuff going on as far as articles go. And they put together a pretty good list. And I'm, I'm just going to kind of borrow what they've got here because it, there wasn't much for me to argue here. as These are the top elite arms that will be available. So let's just run through them and check them out real quick. Uh, let's start with the, the guys that they've got the slimmest chance of bringing to St. Louis. And we'll start with the biggest name on the market this year. And that's going to be Shohei Ohtani. Shohei Ohtani. Uh, going to be a free agent. We could sit here and talk about the relationship with Lars Nupar as a reason why he would come to St. Louis. But seriously, what about St. Louis would make Shohei want to leave the LA area or a bigger market like New York to come play in middle America? There's really not a lot of incentive there, right? We don't know what the market's going to be now that he's got that UCL injury, but Most people are guessing that he's still going to cash in big time. He's going to have an astronomical uh, contract offered to him. It's fun to dream about Otani in St. Louis, but it will likely have to remain just that a dream because he is probably not going to come here. Uh, Moving on to another name, uh, Logan Gilbert from the Seattle Mariners. You would have to make a trade to get him. A lot of fans who were hoping that the Mariners and the Cardinals would make a deal this uh, year that would have sent Gilbert over to the Cardinals in exchange for some offensive players. The Mariners look fine right now. They've been playing really good baseball uh, in August and the start of September. The problem with Logan Gilbert being a trade target for the Cardinals, because you heard that rumor that the Cardinals are like, yeah, we'd be interested in Logan Gilbert. Well duh. But the Cardinals hitters that you might be able to trade in a deal for Logan Gilbert, they were they all got hurt this year. Like O'Neill, Carlson, Newpar, Edmund was down at one point or another. And if Gorman was going to be a part of that list, which, if you're Seattle, I don't know why you wouldn't put him in there. He's dealt with back issues, which eventually landed him on the IL. Second of all, I don't think the Mariners are trading him at all. And certainly not for those kind of players. Like, uh, let's let's look at this not through a fan's eye. But through what other people in baseball would be thinking, would you trade somebody like Logan Gilbert for Tyler O'Neill, Dylan Carlson, or Lars Newbar and Tommy Edmond? Probably not. Nolan Gorman would be like the starting point, probably. Um, I just think it would be moronic by the Mariners to send somebody who's only 26, under age, uh, under control through uh, 2027, is having another really good year, 12 and 5, 3.56 CRA. 162 Ks in 161 and two-thirds innings, got an ERA plus of 115. The dude's really, really good. So if I'm the Mariners and I even think about trading somebody like Logan Gilbert, I'm asking for dudes like Jordan Walker and Nolan Gorman off the bat or I'm hanging up the phone. That's how good I think this guy is, and he's got all of the reasons that the Mariners would keep him because he's under control, he's young, and he's getting better. Uh, moving on to another name not likely to come to St. Louis in my opinion Julio Rios Uh, currently with the Dodgers going to be a free agent 27 year old left-hander 11 and 8 for LA with a 4.60 ERA not great numbers this year Uh, strikeout stuff 117 Ks and 117 in the third innings feels like he's been around forever because he kind of has he came up when he was 19 years old Uh, two previous years though you look at his numbers this year you're like oh that's not great well previous two years very very good uh led the league in wins going 20 and 3 with a 2.96 ERA two years ago finished 7th in the Cy Young voting that was 2021 last year 17 and 7 league leading 2.16 ERA finished 3rd in the Cy Young voting the question i ask is why would la let him walk when you've got uh Clayton Kershaw not getting any younger Dustin May out with an elbow injury again uh Walker Buehler coming back but why, what is it about Urias that you don't want around your team anymore? I, I failed to find the reasoning behind that. Um, obviously, people think they were going to make a big run at Shohei Otani, and maybe money that was going to be left over for Urias is going to go to Otani instead. They do have uh, quite a number of prospects coming up through their, their system that are pretty, pretty good. Um, unless Urias genuinely just wants to test the market and play elsewhere, I don't really know why they're going to let him walk. Uh, like I said, you've heard about their young prospects they have. Remember when the uh, Nolan Arenado rumors were going around and uh, we went through a bunch of them that you know we, as Cardinal fans, would have interest in if we were going to trade Nolan Arenado to the Dodgers, which, by the way, those rumors might start up again after this season. Just be prepared for that. But um, I don't see Julio Arias coming coming to St. Louis. I wouldn't hate it if he did, but I just don't see it. So up next, let's talk about some names that um, are still elite-level pitchers, ace-type pitchers, but in my opinion, I think the Cardinals have a better chance of getting. that. They still offer you that ace production. So uh, we'll talk about those next on Locked on Cardinals. Get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. Now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use, and you can be on everything from spreads to player props and a whole lot more. It's all there and available to you. Uh, you got the NFL season coming up on Thursday. The Chiefs are going to be on the tube, uh, What are they, facing the Lions, I believe. Is that is that what the matchup is in uh, game one? Uh, but you get the defending champion Chiefs on there. I think they're going to come out just slinging it, dominating again. If that's something you want to bet on, why wouldn't you do that? Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on. Kick off the NFL season with an offer you won't want to miss. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. Thank you for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen every day. You can leave comments on YouTube as well as on Twitter anytime you want. Your feedback is always welcome and encouraged. Uh, The Cardinals are off to Atlanta now. They get the day off on Monday, and then they're in Atlanta on Tuesday to face the Braves, who are just amazing. Uh, You can catch every pitch of the Cardinals' hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM map. Just search Cardinals. Uh, The next level of ace pitchers that the Cardinals will certainly have interest in We'll include some names that we've talked about before on this show and uh, actually the Cardinals have seen recently and got dominated by. Uh, Let's go ahead and start with uh, the Phillies. Aaron Nola. Aaron Nola. All right. So free agent at the end of the year, 30 years old right hander has been a fantastic pitcher for Philly since 2015. That's when he came up, finished in the top seven of the Cy Young voting three times yet has only made one all star game, which I found a little bit odd. Uh, is having a down year for him. Twelve and nine, four point five five ERA. Although he looked really good against the Cardinals on August twenty seventh, when he spun seven shutout innings, gave up just one hit, struck out nine, like dominated. But then in his next outing, when he goes plays the team that's not as bad as the Cardinals are this year, he gets shelled. Milwaukee got a hold of him for seven runs in four and two thirds innings. He's been very durable over the years, which is something you want to be uh, excited about. Cause you want a guy who's going to be able to go out there and take the ball every fifth day. So I think the Cardinals will be in on talks for Aaron Nola. Can they afford him? That's a question you could say about any of these guys. Are they willing to put up enough cash to entice one of these guys to come in and play for them? We'll find out. But Aaron Nola, I think is really good and maybe you get him a little bit cheaper because uh, he's having that down here. So that would bode well for the Cardinals. Blake Snell is a guy who is not going to come in very cheap at all. Uh, He'll be a free agent at the end of the season. Won a Cy Young in 2018 with the Rays when he was 25. Got traded to San Diego in 2022, or 2020, I'm sorry, for uh, four prospects. And he's gotten better each year since he's been traded. Um, He was kind of declining a little bit. And they didn't then start so well with uh, the Padres in his first year there, but he's gotten better the last couple of years. Currently this year, amazing. 12 and five leads the league in the area, at 2.50, 201 uh, K's in 155 innings. Also leads the league in walks though. Remember that, but the dude is going to get paid. He is going to get paid and he seems like a good fit in San Diego. They like to spend money. So I don't know how they're going to let him get away. He's a West coast guy from Washington. So uh, coming to the Midwest doesn't really seem to make a lot of sense to me, but what a grab he would be if you if you could get him to come here. Uh, how about we travel really far away and go to Japan for the next guy? Uh, I don't have a new picture of Yoshinobu Yamamoto, but we've talked about him. We We discussed him in a full episode recently, and the guy is legit. I have the biggest crush on this guy. I would love to see Yamamoto in a Cardinals jersey. He's going to cost plenty. I know that. Easy for me to say when it's not my money. I'll tell you that all the time. Because you got to pay him. You got to pay the team. You got to give him the contract. Like, it's a a lot of money. But how many times are you able to get your hands on a legit 25-year-old ace? That does not happen every day. Not at all. This year, he's 14-5 and in Japan. 1.28 ERA, 144 Ks in 141 innings. The Cardinals have had some success luring pitchers from overseas to St. Louis before. Could it happen again? I would love it. I would do cartwheels for days. If I knew how to do a cartwheel, if they could get Yamamoto into St. Louis, I would lose my mind. I'm excited about this guy. It isn't going to be easy. You've got all these other markets that are going to be after him in LA, in New York, Chicago. We heard Detroit was scouting them recently. Like everybody's going to be in on this dude, but if you could pull it off, wow, what, what, what a nice grab that would be for the St. Louis Cardinals. Now up next, I want to talk about two trade candidates that will probably cost a bundle in, uh, in prospects, but. It could be worth it. Again, it's 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 prospects. We don't know if they're going to be that good or not. So um, we'll get into that one next here on Locked on Cardinals. The Cardinals will be in Atlanta on Tuesday to battle the Braves this week, and you can catch every pitch of the Cardinals hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Cardinals. Uh, let's go ahead and start with, uh, you know, I just brought up Chicago a moment ago. How about their ace? Dylan Cease. Dylan Cease from the White Sox. Uh, You would have to trade for him. This this is two trade candidates I'm going to bring up here. Um, A name that a lot of teams were interested in at the trade deadline this year when the White Sox, just like the Cardinals, decided, you know, we're out. We're going to sell off a lot of pieces here. But they made it known from the get-go that uh, Dylan Cease was not somebody that they were interested in moving. They, They would listen if you wanted to call them. But it wasn't something they were actively trying to do. They weren't like saying, we want to move him, so give me your offers. They were just saying, hey, we'll pick up a phone, but we don't really have an interest in that. Said the the same thing about uh, Luis Robert Jr. They they said, we don't want to trade him, probably not going to trade him, so I wouldn't waste your breath. But the White Sox are rebuilding everything. You just saw the changes in the front office they made. Obviously, they're going to lead to changes down on the field. They may have said in the past that Cease and Luis Robert Jr. were not available, but new people in charge now, perhaps that mindset has changed a little bit. Could you put something together enough to entice the Sox at least to discuss a trade? I mean, how amazing would it be to get Cease and Robert Jr. for a plethora of prospects? That would be incredible. Cease alone would be great, right? 28 years old this winter. So still in his prime window, has not had a good year this year. Six and seven, ERA at four point nine one. Not what you want to see ERA wise. But on the positive side, he's got one hundred seventy six whiffs in one hundred forty eight in the third innings. That's a ten point seven strikeout per nine. That's amazing, and that's actually down from the previous two seasons where he had a strikeout per nine of twelve point three and then eleven point one. He was fourteen and eight with a two point two zero ERA last year. And then 13 and 7 with a 3.91 ERI back in 2021. He's under control through 2025. So you're going to get him a couple of seasons. And then you can talk extension if you want. But he'd be another guy that makes a ton of sense for the Cardinals. But what would it take to get him? And are the Cardinals willing to give up top prospects to get him? Um, if you're not willing to trade Mason Wynn, which is fine, Nolan Gorman, and you're not willing to trade Jordan Walker, Nolan Gorman's the guy everybody's gonna want. They're going to want, like, Gorman and Newbar, And then you can try to throw in some other prospects with those guys. But those are the names that these trades are going to start with. Just be prepared for that. Got to give something to get something. And uh, one final name that was brought up, um, a name that I actually brought up in the offseason, and that is of Tyler Glassnow. Tyler Glassnow, uh, it's former Pirate, got traded to the Rays. He's 30 years old now, and he's got some of the nastiest stuff in Major League Baseball. The problem is he can't stay on the field. Major, major injury risk. He's going to make $25 million next season before his contract is up and he hits free agency. He's only made 16 starts this year. That's the most he's made in any year. That's the scary part. He's 7-5, 3.17 ERA. 120 Ks, 92 and two thirds innings, but he's missed time this year with the oblique from the get-go. Was hurt right away. He's had some back problems. He had Tommy John surgery back in 2021. His game started each year since 2018 or 11, 12, 11 again, but that was the COVID year. 14, two last year, and now 16 this year, on a guy who's turning 30. That seems a little bit risky for me. It makes me nervous. So I'd likely stay away unless the Rays were willing to take lower-level prospects because they want to shed the salary of $25 and due to his injuries. If they're willing to kind of move him for cheap, then that's something you might think about. But personally, I'm probably going to stay away from that one. It just seems too risky, and uh, you just don't know, man. He just breaks down every year. So those are the aces, the ace material type of guys that will be uh, up for grabs this year. Things could change. Other people could be getting traded and go on the block as we move on. But uh, still plenty of really good pitchers out there. But these are kind of the cream of the crop. The guys have the nastiest stuff, the more strikeout stuff, a lot of success over the years. So what do you guys think about them? Let me know in the comment section below, or you guys can hit me up on Twitter. We can discuss uh, what direction you think the Cardinals should go in if they uh, want to get one of these guys. I don't know if they can get two, but if they could get one, which one would you like? Let me know. Down below in the comments. Again, thank you for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen every day. Be sure to catch every pitch of the Cardinals hometown broadcast for the series against the Braves with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Cardinals. Miles Michael is set to get the start on Tuesday. On uh, tomorrow's show, we are going to put another one out tomorrow, and we'll talk about the uh, Pirates series and everything that went on and Zach Thompson and Drew Rahm, Dakota Hudson. I want to get into all of that, but I wanted to push this episode out so you had uh, something else to, to listen to and to watch. Uh, on the holiday weekend so if you haven't already please give us a follow on twitter at LO underscore Cardinals and at JD Sports Radio like and subscribe on YouTube you guys are the best fans in baseball for a reason and I'll see you next time on Locked on Cardinals